This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Hey guys, good morning. Today's class is live from Short Fort Myers. We're going to do a quick class. Uh, this class is the sponsored by Yitzhak and Miriam. Also, in the success of Yekutiel, Yehuda Mordechai, Ben Gitel Rivka, to find success in Zibo. Also, Rufushal Maharusham Ben Yamina, Rabdan Ben Saras, and Khaben Sersal. Success in Yashamayim, Abel Shev Ben Abaka, Diel Ben Sheva, Emir Ben Sheva, Ben Makapatova Basha, and Sheva Ben Eli Sheva, and Leunishma Yerkma Diana Gadaya, and Siam Benema. Number six, we are in. Um, Brooklyn, and number seven, we are in Staten Island. Um, number six is Rabbi Rush. Number seven is R- with Rabbi Brody. Uh, really excited to also see Rabbi Brody back. Um, so today's class, we're going to, and please share and rate the podcast. Today's class, we're going to do a quick, quick, quick Torah. I'm in Fort Myers for the day. Um, and just this, this concept of, you know, different situations. And he speaks about how many times... Do we have to endure? There's a time for everything. There's good times, there's bad times. There's 28 times that are spoken about in King Solomon's book. Included in all these times, seasons, are changes in moods, circumstances, situations that every one of us have to experience from the birth to the day of our death. This is why King David was speaking about when he pleaded with God, my times are in your hand. Save me from the hands of my foes and from my pursuers. My times are in your hand. That's a very, very powerful concept. Um, as I'm, you know, all of a sudden I'm traveling and, and going to, you know, Fort Myers and going here and going here. This is a time not to travel. It's a time to do this. Before it's a time, to, there'll be another time to do this. Another time to write a book. There'll be a time to do this. Even in our relationships, there's a time where the relationship is flurring. There's a time the relationship is, is not. There's a time to, to plant. There's a time to sow. And I think this is very, very important because we're so... You know, we're trying to, all we want is usually in life is certainty. And this is where life is going to throw you to different times. And it's, it's, and some of these things are destined for you. Um, and again, the only thing we could really, really do is really accept it and, and really accept and change our attitude towards them, believing that it's good. The great tzaddik who teaches the Torah and wisdom to the Israel is the one who can give strength to each Jew to stand firm through these times. This is why we read Rabbi Nachman's teaching us, you know, that when you're flying, there's a time for that, there's a time for everything. And there's also an answer to every time in every situation. At one time, the answer may be to turn to Torah. Another time, to say a prayer. Another time, to do a good deed. At one time, it may be necessary to cry and beg and weep before God. Another time, to be joyous and glad. There are times for speaking, and there is times for silence. There's also a time that we need to turn from our service, for there is times to neglect Torah to keep it. There are times where a person has to eat and sleep in order to preserve his body, and other times he has to converse with other people to sharpen his mind. So this is not a te- this is obviously, um, there's different moments in all of our lives. Um, there's times to accept, there's times to run, there's times to return. And everybody must endure these difficult times. This is exactly with the connection of the death of David. With all the rain and his might, these times passed over him in Israel and the kingdom of the country. So this is, for, again, you're all, there's a time for everything. And I want you to just to recognize that, you know, sometimes when we say we're mentally exhausted or mentally, I can't handle this mentally. All we're saying is basically we are, we are overwhelmed or we are, our emotions are running the show. 
Um, but if you just accepted the, 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 the time, that this is something where you have to go through. It's, you, you know, you have to go through this. And it'll give you a little bit of a sense of, you know, of being in the moment. And when you're in the moment, at the end of the day, you, there's no problem. Um, we speak about this concept many, many times that, you know, we're, we're all yearning for Mashiach. We're all yearning, yearning. And the concept of Mashiach is really where the, well, there will be complete peace where the wolf and the, and the, lamb, and the lamb will, will dwell together. And knowledge will be so great that we'll be living in the moment. And that's exactly what, you know, I think the, the message here is, is when we're living in the moment, time doesn't exist for us. And we're not bothered by the accumulation of, of how, how, how difficult this is and how difficult this is. This is going to be forever. Um, I mean, I, I, even last night, I was just, you know, four hours driving, um, inspections, just, just, you know, physically exhausted. And I'm like, how am I going to wake up tomorrow and, and, and you know, come up with a, with a class and I don't have the head first. But here you go, woke up, it was a different time, new energy, did my pre, pre-morning work, pre-morning uh, ritual, and here, here we are teaching class. So just because you go to sleep late or just go, you go to sleep tired and exhausted doesn't mean you're not going to wake up refreshed. So this is exactly why we have to, you know, the purpose of sleep itself is, is emuna, that you just go to sleep. You don't, you don't have to always say, this is good, this is bad. Just go to sleep. That's the real benefit of sleep. The purpose of sleep and the real benefit of sleep in our lives was, was to go into emuna, not to avoid the problem, not to avoid the situation. It was just to refresh your mind so you would wake up with new, new mochim, with new, new intellect. Uh, and this is, again, this is a very, very important that we are, we're all going to go through these times. You know, I've been married. I've been, God forbid, I was divorced. I was up. I was down. And, uh, different times, different times. And, and each, each time, the, the mission really is to, is to rectify the spark and pick up the specific spark um, in any situation. And, and again, this is an extremely important a message of to, to have a non-judgment attitude. Don't judge the situation and don't judge other people that are going through these times because unfortunately you will be in that their, their shoes. Uh, our sages tell us many times that don't judge a person until you've been in this place. And God forbid, because you we lack the sensitivity and we judge too easily, we, we sometimes end up getting exactly what that person had, God forbid. And we end up saying, oh my God, you know, like, for example, I remember, like, you know, before I had a knee injury, always complaining, always, like, telling, oh, these athletes that get paid $20 million, they're faking the injury or they're, they're not. No, it's when you have an injury and you can't run. <laughs> now I look at an injury and I take it very seriously and I, and I pray for them that they should be healed. Before, oh, look, they're just, they're just, they're, not, they're lazy. It, it's, you have to, once you reach yourself, and this is the purpose of pain, pain really gets us to open up our perspective and not judge and understand the situation. And this is really, really what we want. We want, and if we have this message of the times, and it's not good or bad, it's a time that you have to go through. And and that's the first thing. Let's just let's stop judging it as good or bad. It's a time. It's a time that you have to go through. It's a time. There'll be there'll be good times, but if we just want to stay, and in one place, and just to control these difficult times or to prevent difficult times from coming. And that is also not an option because then the arousal will come from above to get you there. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman says in the next Likuta Halachas. And he speaks about that there's two concepts. When man has, was taught free will, but at the same time, 
we're taught that we have free will, but we also recognize that God's, God's the, ru- the ruler of the universe. This seems to be a complete paradox. In order to understand this, we have to realize there's two levels of free will. One level is a man's own, own free will. When a person chooses to fulfill, to do a good deed, etc. His job, any time that I'm doing a good deed, any time I say a bracha on something, any time I say, um, let's say I keep Shabbat, I do good deed, I give charity. What I'm practically doing is I'm, I'm cleaning up creation. Because remember, we're here to clean up creation. We're here, there were sparks that were not, that were not uh, rectified. So we're, our job here in life is to clean up creation by choosing good over and rejecting evil. Ultimately, when we choose good and reject evil, we are part of cleaning up. When we do the opposite, we're part of making it worse. So Adam, for example, instead of rectifying the, the sin, he made it worse and he caused all of this these sparks to happen. Man's action thus has a profound effect in bringing creation closer to its perfection. These individuals act on free will, constitute an arousal from below. We speak about this many times, that a man is given a job to be a co-creator with his creator, and by cleaning up creation, he is able to rectify God's, uh, God's, God's intention for, for us to reveal the machut, which is purposely the purpose of that, is to bring godliness into our lives and to elevate the malchut, which is elevate the... See, people should walk around with godliness in their lives. The second level of free will is that which is in the hands of God, that at every single moment, God himself acts to draw closer to perfection. Let's say, for example, there's a plague or there's something that comes and the purpose of that plague, or there's a hurricane. You know, let's say, you know, sometimes we say, Lahabdil, the purpose of um, Mother Nature uh, has to act in order to get human nature to become better. Um, you know, when people all of a sudden, when pain happens, they become more empathetic and they become more, they have more chesed and more kindness. So sometimes there has to be that arousal from below. Or how many times have we seen that? God forbid, you know, you, you, we, we see um, you know, a situation where you know, a soldier dies or I remember these three students um, that died years ago, and, and it got so many people united. So sometimes tragedies unite people, and that is an arousal from above. That means God wants people to be united, but in order for them to be united, there usually is a, some kind of tragedy to, 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 to get everybody to be together into one. So that has to happen also. So if we're not, the best thing is if we were, we, if we were doing it ourselves, but if we don't do it ourselves, then the task is from above to do it for us. And that usually comes from pain. And pain usually unites people, humbles people, and brings people closer. And we, we see this all the time. Why do we have to have bad things to unite people? It's a, it's a common question. Why do we have to have that? Because this is the arousal from above. If we don't do our job, the job will be done. And one way or another, heaven is cleaning up creation. So if we want to do it ourselves, it's much better. It, but if we're not going to do it ourselves, it's going to be done from heaven. And this is the example of something very beautiful he says here. He says, this is the reason why you're not allowed to mix milk and meat. What's, what's the concept of milk? Milk itself requires no effort. You milk, you milk a cow, that requires, really you squeeze the cow, very few, there's not a, really a refinement process. Um, for example, what does the baby have to do to get, to, to, to get from his mother, milk from his mother? Not really, just sit there and receive. So this represents a shefa from above, blessings from above that come to a person without him making the really, really, inter- 
But the second, meat, meat is completely opposite. Meat is completely opposite. Meat has to be slaughtered, it has to be rectified, it has to be salted, it has to be processed. All, all of these things, this, there's major work that has to happen for meat to be able to purify. And that represents man's job. Man is, is killing, has killed the animal, has to check the animal. All of these processes are hard work for man, his free will, his work. So we need to know the difference between, that's why you can't mix milk and meat together. Mixing milk and meat together is the concept that you think that everything is one or the other. So it's, you have to separate it. You have to separate. This is from God. That means there's certain situations where you're going to do practically put little effort and you're just going to receive a gift in heaven. And there's times where you're going to put a lot of effort and you're going to get a gift from heaven. But it doesn't sub, somehow, there, you have to recognize that that concept of, you know, we wake up sometimes with inspiration by doing nothing and sometimes we really have to work for it. So these two concepts are very, very important that yes, we do have free will, but it's not 100% up to us. That means there's moments in our lives that heaven could provide for a person with very little effort, and there's times that heaven wants to put him to tremendous effort. But when you see this concept that th there is these two concepts, that means we, will always, we can never fall. There's also this concept is also spiritually. There's also times spiritually that you know, the, the evil inclination makes us think, for example, let's say we fall. Or, or, you know, I remember going in my, my, my life, you know, having fallen into many dark places. But it, right now I recognize that all those places that I fell into were, were just to get me to help people that, that have fallen into those places. So that, that, that fall really came from heaven. Because heaven wanted me to teach me a, a lesson. Or let's say sometimes a person, you know, ends up, God forbid, in addiction. And that addiction enables him to help many other people that are in recovery. So we shouldn't think that all of these falls are from us and it's our fault that every single time we fell. Sometimes heaven wants us to fall. Let's say you're a C student and you're not really doing, putting much, much effort and whatever you're doing, you're, you're having no vitality. Or let's say you're in a marriage that's completely, you know, that's, it's got nothing to it. It's got no vitality, no spark. Sometimes there should be something very chaotic in that marriage in order to either break it or, or, or make it. But to be a C student in life or to just walk around with a C attitude, usually if you're not striving to get the A, then heaven will make you get an F. So you start all over. So eventually you get the A. That's practically how we, we, we that's our practical example. But if you think you could just live on a C, a C mindset, um, that is not going to end up happening. So the arousal will come from above or the arousal will have to come from you. So this is an, 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 a constant um, message to understand. But if you do fail, if you do get that F, again, I'm just giving you guys a, a practical example. If you do get that F, if you're falling completely, recognize that that fall could not have been your, it could have been sometimes not your fault also. Because heaven wanted you to really get the A and your, and your C effort it was not going to make that much of a dent in heaven. So... The answer to all of this is to always say thank you, whether you fall, whether you rise, because some of these things can be taken away from you. And, and if, you, if that's your attitude always, always, that it's coming from God, it must be good. I don't understand you, God, but I trust you. Then you'll never really, really, you could have a slight fall, but you won't have a, God forbid, a, a dark 
fall where you where you lose your 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 faith in God and you come and, you, and you, we have atheism and etc. That's what we want to prevent. Can have a little heartbroken. I'm not there yet. I wish I had more clarity, but that is the key. Because remember, you know, in life it's either inspiration or desperation. But heaven never gives up on us. And he gives an example, and this is the exa- This is, he gives a real, real example of sometimes, like how how it's how is it possible that a child, for example, if a person is commanded, if a, if a child is commanded to to serve his father, and while he was serving his father, you know, he the the, the son died, and that that is one of the greatest paradoxes. That at the same time he was commanded, for example. Let's see the exact example. The connection between these two levels of free will is incomprehensible. The same paradox of our sages discussed the case of a small boy who was killed when he went to obey his, uh, obey his father. We are commanded to honor our father and mother so that your days may be long and upon the land the Lord gives you. This boy's father told him to climb up a tree in order to fetch a bird's nest. He told him to be sure to send the mother bird away in order to fulfill the mitzvah. We are then told to fulfill the mitzvah in order that you may, it may be well for you and it prolong your days. The boys fell into his death when the sages asked, What's, where's the length of days? That's what the, the Torah promised. They answered, in the eternal world that is altogether long. So in the same way, we, 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 we could see we're doing something good and we're not ruined. That is, a, that, that is a paradox in heaven that we can't understand. So there's some things that are going to be beyond your understanding, even though you do have free will, they're going to be beyond your understanding, and our job is to recognize the difference between, you know, the concept of some stuff's from heaven and some stuff we have to develop. May Hashem help us all. We should all have that balance uh, in life. Have a great day.